it's build, it's building up to it. It always builds up to it. So we get there. Okay. Uh, we get there. But I actually, before we get into our <laughs> topics, I have an aside that's gonna uh, derail us. Okay, great. That's okay, perfect. Um, Danny, do you do you watch Game Maker's Toolkit? Uh, I've seen I've seen a couple of his videos. Yeah. So he's he's been one of my favorites because he does deep dives on like uh, video game design. Yeah. But he's not a video game designer. He's just a person that loves video games and is very like academic in approach. Right. Sure. So he does this thing called boss keys where he goes through like moment by moment temples of like Zelda and like he'll do Mario, like just oh, really, yeah, really interesting yeah, yeah. stuff. He has like a really solid community. And he's always done those types of videos where it's just narration, gameplay, graphics, cool. And he's done for years like a game jam where like people submit games. He like has a prize. It's all really cool stuff. Um, and he's just started a new thing that I think our off mic conversation is is interesting to bring to bring in from from this viewpoint mm. where he's like. So I know I've done development a little bit in my life. I know basic coding in a couple different languages. My new challenge that I'm going to give myself is a get in front of the camera because he's been in just a disembodied voice for years. Sure. B I'm going to make a game by myself from scratch. Oh, that's fun. So he's doing a series of it. And like the first video is about the unity, like the engine he chose. Yeah. He chose unity and he just like kind of goes through what he thought was learning, which was really just copycatting tutorials. Yeah. And then he ends up like going through trying to figure out why he didn't retain anything. And what he comes down to is like thinking about premiere and making YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. And he's like, Oh, the way that I was forced to start making YouTube videos was the job that I had said, you have to edit your video. Cause he like was on a smaller channel doing videos for them before he did his own. And he's like, so I literally just found someone who knew everything about Premiere Pro and said, I need to solve this exact thing. I have yeah. to make this video edited. Yeah. And I need it the easiest way to do it. Then he was taught that and then he just did it right for years. And then he started like accruing knowledge over time. Yeah. And then repeating it. And then now he like, he's like, I can literally do whatever I want with Premiere. I know everything about it. Like, and then he like shows his skill off. And then he's like, I haven't had to learn something like that for a long time because I've been doing this. Yeah. So he's like, so I, now I'm applying the same thing to game design, learn, figure out what I need to learn to start. Repeat. Yeah. Repeat, repeat and expand. And I was like, Jesus Christ, if we all just did that. To solve problems oh, in yeah. every facet where you just like think through it instead of react. That, that, you know, what's crazy that in principle is the idea behind agile in technology. I know. In, in development. That's the idea. None right. of us do that. No, shit. no, no. <laughs> because everyone has a damn opinion on yeah. like, how, on like what it should look like and what we're solving for versus like, Solving for like a very specific problem and then just going and doing it and doing it and doing it over and over and over again. Yeah. And then by the end of it, like, oh, damn, I've built this entire thing. And that resonates with me. That's funny because I, I did see that he had like, oh, this like most recent video like had his face on it. Um, 
like my video editing skills from like a year ago, even, or yeah. even from like earlier this year is very different from what I can do today. And that yeah. started with like, okay, I want to do this one thing specifically. Let me just add that. And I started incorporating into the videos and then I started easily. Now I can do intros to my videos, like boom, bop, bam. Like whatever yeah. I want in there. Now I'm trying to get into better like transitions and like better like graphics and things that pop up on your screen that are a little bit. And how more... much fun is that? Oh, it's to actually it's accrue knowledge. It takes me much like whenever I add on an additional thing that I want to do in a video, it takes me a longer time to edit that video. But it, I feel so much better afterwards because like, damn, I did it. I did the thing. And now I keep doing it over and over again. It becomes second nature. All right, let's add on another thing. So like that, yeah, no, I, that is, uh, that is, it's very on like hammer on nail on or whatever that phrase is oh, for yeah. you for, specifically for me right because, now, like, because that's what I do. That's what I do to learn. I, I, I learn by doing things and repeating things. Yeah. Yeah. And, and literally it was, I was, uh, home alone on Friday night cause Christine was, was out and we were watching a dog this week. Shout out to stout. Stout. Shouts out to Stout. What a great dog uh, name. He is truly, like, I was hoping that they never came home. Because I was like, this dog is my dog now. <laughs> like, Stout's <laughs> so cool. He's such a freaking goober. Love him. Um, so I was home alone watching. I literally talked at my TV, my projector. Oh, uh, boy. <laughs> while the video was going on. Yeah. Because I was so, like... Ah oh, man, <laughs> that's such a succinct way of all of the things that I need to do in my normal yeah, life, yeah. in my work life, in my mental health life. Why don't I just do that? <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to get more like specific with things because I was thinking about this the other day, or like regularly. Uh, when you're looking for work, you have like LinkedIn is like the job searching is like jungle, it man. works, but it's a jungle. It's also I hate LinkedIn. I just hate LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. LinkedIn, like just anybody who's thinking about posting on LinkedIn. Just don't. Don't. Just don't. Just don't. Just don't. Just stop. Truly. Truly. Stop it. It's just a huge circle jerk. But it's but, the weirdest place on the Internet, in my opinion. <laughs> It's it's the worst. It's it sucks. So it's so weird and uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, no, but I was thinking about like how what I hate, and I'm like, oh, it's like the lack of specificity in anything. Like we're we're talking about like just nonsense, just a bunch of words that feel good on LinkedIn because people are in the business and tech worlds in our circles at least, and um, they understand each other. The buzzers. I'm like, okay, no, like specific, and and this kind of goes. Just circles back to the to the learning thing. Like solve a very specific problem, solve a specific thing, and talk about that problem, and not just hey, do do a thing for for your projector, for your 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 podcast, or for your your you know you're learning how to learn play an instrument or whatever yeah. it is. Just repeat, okay, repeat what? Repeat fucking what? A uh, riff. Learn specifically a riff that you like, and then repeat that. Yeah, and over and like, over and again. That's you know, specificity. So. so I had a reason to bring this up yeah. because what we're talking about is this week we're going to talk uh, through some songs and some some stuff that we've we've been vibing with. Yeah. But we're also going to talk a little bit about kind of my hope and dream of becoming <laughs> the guy on a subreddit for the first time in my life and and also we might talk a little bit about 
why can't we do this in other facets of our life? Because we really do this type of problem solving for doing this podcast. You are going to talk about your video editing journey a little bit more and like TikTok and, and, uh, like how, like, why, why is it so hard right now to apply that everywhere? Like specificity and smallness. Yep. There's just so much to do. Um, so we'll talk about that. And then I think, Danny, do you want to kick off uh, with this is the DMGT podcast and I'm your host number two? <laughs> yeah, and I'm your host number one, Danny. And, uh, I'm also Spencer. But do you want to kick off talking about <laughs> Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram? Oh, my God. All this. Oh, all my this goodness. So I want to first ask you. Yeah. Is this a little hacky, a hacky sack? Do you mm, think? No. You don't think? No. Okay, really? Yes. But weren't there like badges not working? I honestly think it's a, it's it's a little hacky sack. I mean, it could it could be it could be a, a, I wouldn't rule that out specifically. That's not my first option. That's not my first option. And I think it's for a couple of reasons. Just just the timing for Facebook. And, and by the way, I want to I want to add, I had no idea that Facebook Me and either. Instagram was down. I'm not on any of them. I, I was literally everyone's freaking out. And I was like, hey, what's going on? Like what? What <laughs> happened? There was like some references on like the TikTok comments. And I was like, I don't know. This has nothing to do with this video that I'm watching. And Did I you see the official Twitter, Twitter just said? And then like, I saw Twitter and I saw Twitter and then I opened up Twitter and Twitter was trending and said, hi, what's up? And I'm like, what? Why are there like re- why are the replies with like the if it, just like memes of like the icons of like facebook and whatsapp and instagram like sitting next to twitter or whatever i was like i don't understand what's going on oh oh facebook is down oh cool how how cool is that i had no idea that either of them were down because i'm a i'm a a tiktok and twitter boy facebook and instagram is not cool anymore people let it go it's like and 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 let's let's stay on that for a second (laughs) (laughs) um because i deeply agree with that Facebook, if you're still posting on Facebook, like regularly, like what's what's wrong with you? <laughs> what's wrong with you? And if you say it's because my family is on it, get a text thread going. Do something normal. Yep. That's weird. Yeah. If you're still on Instagram and you're like posting a lot as if you were an influencer and you're not currently an influencer, you're not going to become one. <laughs> it's too saturated. So sorry. If you Very. don't have 10,000 followers today, you have 1200 you're staying there it's and that's mostly happen, just yeah. because let's be real you're following 1100 people oh yeah it's that that follow for follow yeah. stuff what's your ratio Ooh. you know like uh, let's be real here what's your ratio <laughs> uh if you're on whatsapp and you didn't know it was facebook well now you know it is facebook the the whatsapp one is is unfortunate cuz i definitely know that like people with like families internationally that one that one like really sucks and i get that like some people do use facebook for that too i'm like okay whatever um a different conversation as far as like how many things facebook controls if you use it for like family international communication i think it's worth saying like hey if you were really really affected by this isn't it probably a bad thing that all of those things are owned by the same thing on the same infrastructure I, i would say so I would certainly say so. It's crazy because, like, uh, I saw a tweet that was like, "Hey, uh, Facebook was down for a few hours, and 
we didn't all just collectively cheer like we all chose to complain instead what's wrong with us we should be so blessed to be not having to deal with any facebook content for a few hours of a day what's wrong with us Every, every, a lot. I know. I, I rhetorical questions. I know, but it's it is it is interesting. Like, you know, I I am at a tech company, and to to my tech company's credit, most of it was a bunch of jokes about how dumb caring about this is. But we were all ha- <laughs> people were having fun, which I think was oh the yeah right, yeah that's like the right and like people were posting memes. Like, I love that is that is those fun. moments. That is fun. Yes, and there was one moment. You know, I do support stuff and like someone posted, glad I'm not at Facebook support today. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, no <laughs> shit. Like, like no shit. That would suck. Yeah. Oh, to yeah. Be like, oh, my God. In the support org of freaking Facebook. I saw a and- TikTok today that was like uh, this guy was like, hey, I was, so I was at the Apple store yesterday and I felt so bad for the employees because the amount of people and particularly boomers that came in with their phone and were like, yeah, we had Facebook we network. Had- Facebook we had a network. ton of people talk it, ch- ch- like, like communicate with us being like, uh, the Facebook thing's broken. Can you oh fix it? It's like, yo, God. bro, like <laughs> Facebook is down. <laughs> like this is, I mean, do you want us to contact Facebook? Yeah, but the icons on down. your website. It's actually broken. But the icons on your website, That's Spencer. That's true. That is true. And that's good that you saw that. That's true. Congrats so you can fix on- it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. that's basically the gist of this tiktok and it's like it's, oh it, my god i mean hey i'm in a support place it's true people did that and it's very like interesting like how how much we are integrated with technology as a society and yet how much of our society is well it's not interesting it's a bummer oh yeah how much of our society <laughs> that is deeply ingrained in technology oh because yeah. we all are because we have smartphones right if you have a smartphone you are deeply ingrained in technology regardless of what you think it's really sad how low our tech literacy is as a society it's actually that's like surprising how bad it is yeah well i mean it's surprising but it's at this point i mean how many years are we into it that's true like 20 like having no tech literacy in 2021 if you have a smartphone is unex it's unexcusable yeah yeah like like we're just sorry if you're not like about to be dead from old age you've had enough time with all of this technology to maybe fucking learn it for five seconds and maybe you'd be less easy to manipulate true by everybody because all the internet is manipulation Mining your data, putting things in front of you that you think you're going to like or get upset about. This is perfect. This is perfect because to that point, here's why I don't, why hackers isn't my first option. Okay. I think this was a little bit more of a calculated thing by Facebook and they were, they were, they were crushing some hard drive somewhere. You think it was, are they in trouble in some way? Have you not heard of the? Uh, okay, this is great. Uh, no, again, Danny, I'm not connected to Facebook. No, no, no. In but this capacity. this is more like this like newsy stuff because uh, oh. uh, one of their product managers. Uh, oh right, the sixty minutes. The interview. sixty minutes interview. Yep, yep. Basically, came out and said like, "Hey, all the stuff that Facebook was saying as far as like you know trying to mitigate things that cause hate." 
crimes and blah 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 all all that all the bad stuff that we know facebook does um making you know uh little girls feel bad about their like body positivity and like their image and stuff on on instagram and all that yeah they don't do any of that they don't care like it it, they're focused on like flipping that dollar no and it's like and i think and i think danny wait whoa whoa right are you saying that from the guy who started his company through objectifying women on Harvard's campus. Can you believe that? Continued to be an asshole? Can you believe that? No, Danny. <laughs> no. So that's There's no way. That's what this product manager went and like had this huge interview on. Like, go look up the 60 minutes interview or, or like read uh, or go listen to like one of the NPR uh, episodes from today about it uh, the october 5th october 4th but i think that's what's happening because there were i think some allegations that could put facebook at risk of like um some fe- some federal crimes I, I i forget which ones exactly it was i think it was uh federal like in, crimes are hard to understand what they are but because they had testified at once at one point within the hearing and stuff like that so like potentially some perjury stuff and you know uh you know being protected as an as like uh, as a whistleblower effectively as well so there are a couple of things happening there and i think the timing of that literally the timing of that is too convenient it is too convenient damn dude you're totally ooh, i like this and, this is fun. And, and this here, is more fun and, than and, hackers and here's the other part because it's not it's not even like that it's not even that conspiracy either like it literally the the sixty minute interview happened. Some hearings going on, um, and then suddenly everything's down. Suddenly, no one can access different things. Physically, people can't get into buildings. Mm, a little convenience. Also, they just oh yeah, oh my god, the cohort, the <laughs> That's cohort. Totally what you. I I agree. Yeah. I mean, you're selling me, man. Yeah. Let's go down the rabbit. Then hole. you this throw on you throw it. on what was it the uh, the international. Uh, uh, committee of uh, journalists. House of pancakes. Yes. Oh, the pancakes. The, the Pandora. The Pandora Papers. And you throw in the Pandora Papers. Being yeah. Thrown in. It's there. really interesting how much the news media is only talking about Shakira That's having an saying. offshore account. That's what I'm, I'm like, saying. So I'm like, guess okay. what? I don't blame Shakira in this. Shakira. <laughs> I don't care about saving, Shakira. I don't Shakira's care about Shakira. saving her money. I don't care. Hips about don't lie Shakira. was a long time ago, y'all. They still don't. They still don't lie. They still don't lie to and this they day. Still don't lie to this but it's day. Like, I'm not gonna be mad at Shakira for shoving. Like, how rich is Shakira? She ain't the problem. Couple hundred. Again, we're talking most. at most. I don't that care about generous. hundreds of millions of dollars. Get your bag. It's not them making the rules. No. So you throw all of that in there. I'm like, okay, well, one, they're trying to they're trying to distract you from that news, and two, they're probably they're probably listen a company that big with already with documented. This is the second time that document like people like Mike Mark Zuckerberg, like very wealthy people, have been prone and proven to like, hey, you're hiding money and you're hiding things in illegal offshore accounts. Um. Yeah, of course you're hiding that somehow. You're going to go delete your data. You're going to go crush some hard drives. That's what I think happened. So you're, just to summarize here, so you're telling me that the cabal of the hyper-rich, who weirdly enough are nowhere in these Pandora papers, 
like the true wealthiest, oh, Bezos, yeah. Zuckerberg, Musk, all those. So you're telling me that people who exploit every law and loophole known to man in other facets of their life and business may also be exploiting all of the laws and also skirting them? Are you wait? But billionaires are who we should be, Danny. They create jobs, Spencer. Didn't you know that? They oh, and they're good jobs. They're the reason for innovation. And they're not racist at all. Like there's been no lawsuits recently settled for Tesla paying someone 127 million dollars for being racist in their firing practices. Right, right, right. Like that's never happened to Tesla this week. Why would you make such a wild accusation with I, no facts and evidence? I'm, I'm saying I'm saying it didn't happen because oh, billionaires see, and Elon Musk is good. He's on Twitter, don't you know? Yeah, he's he the, didn't he's pump the, and dump Dogecoin to make money. He's the quirky. He's the quirky one. So they say. Mm. So they say. So he's good. <laughs> Tesla's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, listen. It's. It, I, I was thinking about it like because Lily came home and like kind of the same thing that you were saying. And she was like, yeah, there people were talking about it at work. And it was kind of fun, like jibber jabber about it. I was like, it's oh, fun. yeah, it was, I yeah, love yeah, when that yeah. shit happens. Yeah, I do remember doing that. And I'm like being at home like, yeah, I didn't care at all. I was like, oh, I, I went back to TikTok and then I tried posting something on the uh, DMGT Instagram account and then it wasn't working. And I, oh, I forgot. Close it. Came back. Didn't come back to it. Like, whatever. Yeah, I like, uh, I re, a couple weeks ago, like for a brief moment, I like reactivated my Instagram. And then I was like, oh, the only people posting here need to stop. <laughs> like basically like my entire like list of, I'm like, why, are, what are we, why are you guys doing this? Now it's f- when people just post fun stories, I'm down sure, for, yeah. but people are posting like posts on Instagram. I'm like, okay. Like, it's just like. Someone's dead. That's sad. You should be angry about insert thing. Right. Or this isn't me trying to look as attractive or thirst trappy as possible. Definitely not because I'm not that kind of person. But it also is exactly that. <laughs> be it man, woman. Fish and uh, Other yeah. gender. Fish yeah, everyone's like, you know, good. Good. for Like, I don't care if you do it, but it's like. It's not about updating our lives. Everything on social media, when it comes really away from Twitter, yeah, it's yeah. about projecting the image that you think people want to see. And it's really like, I've been having a rough year for a multitude of reasons, but the best decision that I've ever made in modern times is getting off of the status update, moment update types of social media yeah that and really focusing in on all of the places where shit posting is the way of life like that's what the internet should always be shouldn't be for anything but fun, spencer dumb bullshit let me ask you a question okay did you ever make a rage comic no i don't oh believe yeah you. i don't I, believe I, you i i drew one ah about- there it is it wasn't a rage comic, but I did draw one comic, and this is going to upset oh boy. people. Oh, no. So Here the comic, and it's one of the funniest in my head. I was like 12, 13. He's outing himself, folks. Uh, and it was, <laughs> I still think it's funny, but it's very offensive if you're religious. So 
it's uh it's it's Jesus. Jesus. Post 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 crucifixion. Okay. Uh when he has risen. Um like a asking someone to give him some water. He doesn't have a cup. So they pour the water in his hands. And then Jesus just looks down <laughs> in a puddle on the ground. And he goes, Ah, damn it, I forgot. And that's the comic. That's the only comic I've ever written. It's maybe the funniest thing I've ever done. Because I do it. think that's, that's funny. That's it. Cut everything out. <laughs> Gave up on all your hopes and dreams. You and it's like that 12 I, years I old, can see Spencer. it. It's like stick figures. Because oh I can't my draw. God. And I, I showed it to like one friend. And they were like, that's really funny. But like, you're going to get in trouble. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so good! That's I, the only comic I've ever done. Did you I've ever post done, that like, anywhere, like on Reddit or anything? I don't know. I don't oh know. man, you, no. that, that I mean, like I don't. I, I literally, I think it was like written on like a scrap piece. That of would paper. have been premium, like Tumblr. Content, I know, man. I know. If only, if only. Too late. But yeah, that's so. That's the only. I haven't done a rage comic. That's funny. That's funny. That's that's why because when you said no, the internet's just for shit posting. I was like, you made a rage comic once at least. I mean, I've shitposted most of my life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, even as yourself, you were straight up doing it, so. But, it, no, it... That's why, that's why I enjoy TikTok so much. Like, yeah, you still get your, you know, your section of TikTok that gets a little bit more serious and up in arms about it. But I'm like, yeah. for our account, I'm like, it's, it's all, like, bullshit, baby. But it's, I, I think, try to make it as fun as possible. I, I think with TikTok, like, and this is, you know secondhand account because i only watch tiktok through christine um man does tiktok listen very intently to everything that you say oh yeah like it's the most blatant one-to-one that i've seen and and it might be because i've been off of all most social media since and i like give my i give nothing microphone access yeah on my phone um but man Everything we talk about fucks up all of the work that she's been doing to make it be just shit posty stuff and dumb stuff. Every time we have a conversation about like getting married, literally, whenever we talk oh, about getting married, are you getting the wedding stuff? No, no, we're not getting the oh, wedding no. stuff. What's more fucked up is we'll talk about getting married and like positive conversations. Yeah. That night when we go on TikTok, when we're in bed, when she's showing me. The work that she's put into TikTok to show me the likes, all really fun stuff. Yeah. Then we just scroll. It's usually about like, don't get married, get divorced. Whoa. And like, I'm not saying that I, I'm not say, like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's just so egregious just like, on TikTok side. Man. I'm just Damn. like, what the fuck? Like, we <laughs> literally like it'll we'll have a conversation like, oh, we got to like. Send send our songs to the DJ. Like, man, this is stressful. We're yeah, kind of yeah, in the last yeah. couple of weeks. Like, you know, like you're fitting, blah, blah, blah. Like, we'll just talk about business. Like, it's, you know, I, I, I yeah, yeah. deeply doubt that um, Christine is talking to her phone about hating me. Like, it's not, that's not like the <laughs> no, problem, yeah, the yeah. thing that's happening. Um, if, if someone tries to couch bro me, what is that? Couch guy? Oh, the, yeah, the t- couch guy. If someone yeah. tries to couch guy me of saying, like, no, Christine doesn't want to marry you. Not true. Not uh, true. I can We vouch. have a good communication because we're getting married, you dumbasses. <laughs> um, but if you're trying to gaslight, shut up. But it's, 
crazy. I'm like, wait, wait, what? And then if you read about the Facebook stuff, the the, the 60 minute interview, it's it makes sense. It's, it it's literally up. like, oh yeah, like um, for children, what Instagram does is make them feel like shit. That's all that Instagram does. It keeps them on the app. It keeps them on the app. And it's like, I just, you know, it'd be nice if like our generation, our age of people, like were less of the experiment of the internet and more like in like the third wave internet. You know, I think I I will say, I think it's, it's like, I think it, it like comes to a head and it exasperates with, it just happens to like land with like between us maybe a little bit of the younger Gen X and like the older of the Gen Z's. And I think we are getting the brunt of it because for the most part, the way that you see Gen Z behave online is completely like in mockery of authority and, and what is being presented to them. And, and, and a good example of that is uh, there was a, there was a, a video came up uh, on, on my for you page where uh, w- some student like put together like a bunch of like Snapchat, Snapchat and Instagram stories, mm-hmm. mostly Snapchat stories of their school that they had like a school shooter threat or something like that. So the school banned backpacks, backpacks. Yeah. And then what all yeah. the, what did all the students do? D- these kids were literally carrying around trash bins. Someone had like a standing mannequin of uh, the red M&M guy baby carriers like and it was the funniest shit ever because they all collectively said fine we don't give a fuck and it's like technically compliant malicious compliance yeah and like collectively like imagine imagine trying to get your sophomore grade sophomore class when when we were in high school to do something like that oh no but but they're gonna call our parents Oh, oh yeah. No, people know that like groups have a lot of power in like situations like at a school. Yeah. It's like, what are you like, going to do? What are you going to do? We don't necessarily have a lot of power in like the voting system. Sure. Unfortunately, well. because of gerrymandering and that uh, is a bummer. But in smaller microcosms of society, good group of people doing the same thing can bring about fun shit posting. Yeah. I think the thing that people are, and that like even going into, uh, like how everything, like every p- piece of media is talking about labor shortage for like minimum wage jobs. Yeah. And it's like, um, yeah, because the generation that would usually be those jobs is literally like, oh, but everyone in no uncertain terms has documented how those jobs are fucked up. Yeah. And suck. Yeah. So we're just going to not do those. And then just like go to college or not go to college. But we're just like going to skip doing your terrible first job. Yeah. We're just going to skip it. And everybody's like, well, that's, you know, not that's well, think about the McDonald's franchisee. I don't. That's, I don't, and, and that's and I won't, exactly, and I will exactly, not. and that's that's that. Except, for, of course, for my McDonald's well, franchisee course, that's near my course, house, they course. do amazing <laughs> work. They are the best McDonald's in Chicago. I still haven't been. That's the one on Pulaski, right? No, which one is it? It's like Pulaski and Belmont. It's like like half a block. Oh up. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. They. I still haven't, they, I still haven't visited. I still haven't been blessed. 
they're they're so good and they're so like that's a place where i'm just like frustrated that there isn't a way to easily tip them like any other place because i'm like you guys just fucking deserve it um and the corporate corporation like oh i can donate so that the corporation of mcdonald's gets a tax write-off that's what i can do classic but i can't give them money well-run operation over there. Shout out, shout out, out to Belmont and Pulaski McDonald's. Solidarity. I gotta, Solidarity I gotta go. With the worker. I gotta go get some nuggies. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, that's that's what it is. I think it's just that. And technically, we shouldn't we'll eat see. there we'll ever. See. But well, well, something. Uh, there was a uh, to to kind of wrap up. There, it's just that quick aside. It's like. You people say like yeah no moral no moral consumption right late capitalism and it's like it's always like well well then why should you ever care about anything like well you should you should still try to care about the stuff that you really care about like that still helps and is impactful otherwise you fall into like with the climate change stuff you fall into this trap of like um, well if it doesn't matter what I do as an individual then I I'm suddenly am guilt free yeah of of anything any of my decisions what. What is your, I'm walking out into the woods and living, like, basically not living off the land, but, like, living off grid. Like, what, do you have a plan for, like, eventually going into the woods? <laughs> yeah, uh, you, I'm going to the, uh, to the UP. You're going to the UP? Smart move. So, here's, here's the thing. Tough winters, though. Tough winters, sure. But, fresh water is going to be a commodity, baby. I literally am obsessed <laughs> with future planning climate change. I'm sticking where, around the lakes for where we live. Yes, ab- yes, absolutely. Been, stick around the Great yes, Lakes. Yep. And Christine, Christine won't talk to me about it anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was like two months where it was like the only conversation that I would bring up was like, yeah, so we should probably buy land in milwaukee land. right that's now. what you should do buy land we should buy land buy, land. buy a house you don't have like, to move you don't have to start do anything to be like like i'm like literally the great lakes are going to be the most precious resource of america and she's like well what about denver i was like no denver already has had water issues you don't want to live somewhere with water issues because it's going to be fucking mad max in 50 years and then i'm like here's like 200 things i've read yeah. about this yeah and and then she's like, you need to calm down. And I was like, I I know. <laughs> You're not helping her anxiety, dude. <laughs> but I can't. Uh, but putting my research to you, Stanny, to transition. So yeah. Facebook is bad. Who would have thought? Wow. Um, so the one aspect that I do try to help with in terms of the social media game of the DMGT is that I run the moniker on Reddit. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's the one thing I do to help you. I used to be uh, so such a heavy Reddit user, and I'm not anymore. I just don't have anything else. Um, that's what, that's, of, that's what does it for you, yeah. And, and I even contemplate never going on Reddit again. Like, I, I really... Like, you know me, I, I, I recently subscribed to a newspaper, physical copy. So, like, I'm trying to <laughs> get get rid of technology because, you know, 10 to 12 hours of my day is technology in terms of my work. But, um, you know, that doesn't really help this, Spencer. I'm yeah, no kidding. shit, Danny. 
<laughs> oh, right. I feel bad. You um, know, I it's feel fine. Bad. And this, but no, did, this is I, a great example. This is a great example. Continue. Yeah. So, the one thing that I really do enjoy right now about the technology and just like about doing things, I I've been I researched for you know years of my life. Yeah. About projectors, and I finally bought one, and a lot of what I learned was through reading threads on our slash projectors yeah um which is uh a really cool little community it's not so there's like you know like reddit there's always like communities within communities within communities yeah yeah like as it specializes so there's like the home theater subreddit is very snobby um hard to break into because people are sick of everyone's fucking questions so projectors can occasionally be that because truly it's like again technology illiteracy where it's just like dude just search yeah, the question yeah. this it's has the, been the, answered literally three down the classic the same, there's a search bar exists yeah and I, and i get it right yeah but there's like three people that give various levels of valuable information so there's projector head which is i believe the person who owns projectorscreens.com or is like their main person on youtube so there's this guy and he's great he'll give a little bit and then you know i mean he has you know he has a reason for doing that because he sells shit or at least is an affiliate i don't think he actually they don't move product they're just like an affiliate partner with a lot of the the projectors of the world and he'll like give information it's always really helpful and then he's like dm if you want to talk more Right. He can help you set up and it's, and he's really great. And then that's like basically it. It's like this one guy and there's, he's not the mod. I don't even know if there is a mod of the subreddit there. There is cause there's a couple rules. No one follows them and no one forces anything. Um, but I've been like reading it for months and months and months. It helped me pick my projector. I understood so much because of what I saw and read on this subreddit and it was just such a helpful thing for me. So I have been trying to help people kind of move more quickly. Because that was one thing yeah. that I realized of this subreddit is like there wasn't, there's not enough people on it. A, like it's not a huge subreddit. It gets like five to 10 question posts a day. Like it's not dead, but uh, a lot of people are like migrants of the home theater subreddit. So yeah. like can bring similar vibes to this community where it's more like someone will say, I have a very specific budget and I want these things out of the budget, right? It's like, I got 1500 bucks. I want something that's good for gaming, home theater, uh, hat, like, like, and then like their list of things are, is unreasonable, yeah. right? Yeah. But it's because they don't know. And so there's a lot of people that are like, so I recommend $6,000 projector. <laughs> right. And the person's yeah. like, well, well um, uh, so I have 1500 uh, Like, well, you can't get that. Sorry. Fuck you. Like, they don't say it like that, but it's like. And I yeah, was like, it's well, like, it's usually a comment with like, well, I don't know what to tell you for everything that you just listed. You can't get it for right. any cheaper. So like those things, those threads pop up every day. Yeah. And like every couple of days I'll, I'll go through and. I'll just write out like what I learned. That's really all I'm doing. I'm not like 
doing anything crazy because I've only, you know, actually used one projector. I'm not an expert on all projectors, sure. but I've done a lot of research on the current lineups of projectors and I, 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 I stay, stay up to date and I, and, and I'll come in after like, people are just like brood. And I'm like, come on guys. Like, you know, what's being asked if you're answering, like yeah, don't yeah. tell them to buy the JVC, the JVC $5,000 true 4k fucking projector. Like that's not the answer to the question. It is the answer to what's the best projector. Right. But it's not the answer to the right. question. So I just consistently will come in and say like, Hey, like, you know, I just bought my first projector. I bought this projector. Um, I had been researching for a lot of my life cause I've always been interested in having one. I also had a pretty tight budget like you have. And what I learned is you're only going to get the most important thing that you have on your list. Yep. So if it's movies, spend your money on a projector that says movies. If it's gaming, spend your money on a projector that says gaming. If you're under three grand, like it's a trade-off. Most of them, the thing that you don't understand with all of these comments is you will be blown away anyways, because it's a yeah. f- huge screen and it'll start you thinking about planning your next one. So just get in the door and here's some recommendations based on what seem to be most important for you. Here's a, a good forum that's actually more intense, but more information. There's these people like really do a lot of testing on a lot of projectors. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like I, like I'd be happy to talk more about making the decision because it took me a long time to pull the trigger. And, you know, like every day, every week, every month, there's going to be something else that comes out that you're going to have to consider. So it just depends on, do you want to buy it this month or do you want to wait? You're always going to be obsolete in six months anyways. Yep. Yep. And it's been really fun. So I'm trying to become that guy. But I've noticed recently, Uh oh, Chris Majestic has entered the subreddit. Do you know Chris Majestic? I don't. He is one of YouTube's more popular home theater people. Oh. Um, he's great. I want to build a relationship with Chris Majestic on Reddit. And I also want to build a relationship with Projector Head on Reddit. And let's just say Projector Head has replied to me several times Ooh. saying I couldn't have said it better myself. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I learned most of this from you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, but, Chris Majestic, a quick aside, it's 175K subscribers on YouTube. He's he's great. He's I really, really like him. And he just started to post on Reddit on this subreddit occasionally because he gets like, yeah, he either buys or he gets test models. But, uh, I'm like, this is really such a weird place because right now, if you just look at it, it's like projector head helps a lot. Chris majestic helps a lot. Projector head is a guy who puts together videos and sells projectors. Chris majestic is a full-time YouTuber. And right now I'm the next guy. Wow. Hey, I, I, you, I, I'm getting there, Damn. man. I'm getting there. But it's like so fun to help people with stuff like this because yeah. it's like something that like going back to the very beginning, it was a problem solving exercise. And the thing that I started with was figuring out what I cared about and then researching how do I accomplish what I care about and then repeating, repeating, repeating. And now I'm to the point where I'm expanding my knowledge and I'm understanding 
by like reading through what I see about yeah. new things, if that thing might solve a problem that someone else is bringing up. And it's like, I went from just liking the idea of a projector to now I would say, unequivocally, no one you know knows more about projectors than me. <laughs> like by true, a factor of 10. Yeah. At the very least. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And like, uh, it's just been really fun to like learn. And that's really what it's all been. And that's like why I'm so like obsessed with it. It's because like, I truly like a lot of people say they like to learn new things. I, I actually it's my it's it's my favorite thing to do. That is that is so true. You know, it's it's crazy because like a lot of that stuff resonates with uh, like the audiophile stuff. Right. And yeah. and like I see this this happen all the time where it's like, screw you if you don't get like the maxed out, you know, five thousand dollar amp with the preamp and uh, and the DAC and like you know thousand dollar headphones and stuff like you're not actually a real he- uh uh audiophile or you're not actually like listening to your music correctly or whatever or like if you're producing music it's like blah, no we're blah, not blah. rich asshole no no we're not rich <laughs> but also it's like you think about it it's like when someone's like asking for things they don't know but but think about the first time the very first time you went from crappy like walkman headphones or like even even as as late as like your out of the box first generation uh, uh apple headphones from your iphone yeah or your ipod the first time you went from that to like even a 30 dollar headphone like the first time you went Nine and day. said that you said you know what i'm gonna spend i'm gonna buy some nicer headphones and you spent 30 dollars because 30 dollars was a lot for headphones so you thought at, at that point and you're like wow this sounds so much better. It truly is a night and day difference. I mean, and it's to, like at that quote, early in someone's stage of like learning something, especially when it when it comes to something that you're perceiving, mm-hmm. either through your eyes or through your ears. It's it's just you, there are just steps to it. it. It's like it's you wouldn't hand someone that's like learning how to play the guitar for the first time a a uh, you know a, a five thousand dollar guitar. You'd right. be like, hey, no, here's here's the hundred dollar one, super cheap. You can't tell the difference right now. You will be able to tell the difference at some point, but you just gotta learn the basics first. And this is how you start. As Qui-Gon Jin says, there's always a bigger fish. Always. And that that is deeply true about everything that we talk about. There's always the the better version, the upgraded version. And you're always in the past. The yeah. second you buy a thing, buy something, you're in the past. And yeah, there's 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 not many places where that isn't seen within like bespoke communities, yeah. enthusiast communities. Um and I think that's like because we're connected to a lot of them and just what our interests are. Like that's the thing that I think is an interesting place. I mean, some would say like when you were first thinking about the DMGT, that was kind of part of why. Yeah. It was yeah. like just a normal person's version of being enthusiastic about stuff. Yeah. And not being an asshole about it. Like I would never recommend, you know, like doing a studio headphone that's more expensive than our audio technicas that we have, which are at this point a hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Because like unless you're literally a musician, and even then, like most of the musicians that you see on like Audio Tree 
and they're using these headphones yeah. anyways. Like, like they, I mean, they, these are a bad example because they're so like great for the for the money. Like the value on these headphones. Yeah, but it, but that's insane. like the but, the but more interesting thing, thing yeah, is yeah. it's like it's finding the value in where you're at, and it's okay. Like for yeah. everything, like you don't like most people never get rich, and most people that are, become wealthy, not rich, don't do it in their twenties. No, don't do they it don't in, even their in their thirties. It's yeah. like, like over time, if you play your cards right, maybe you can buy the thousand dollar version of the thing right, that you spend right, right, right now thirty dollars on. And I'm hoping to get there. Like, I bought a projector that was the price of a TV because I can afford a TV. Yeah, right. Yeah. But like, I'm planning for like five years from now, three years from now, maybe because it's we're at like a moment where things are really going to change for home theater. Like, yeah, maybe I'm going to save up some money over the course of a couple of years to splurge on something a bit higher up because now I understand the baseline. Yeah. And I love the baseline. Yeah. It's fucking dope looking. So cool. It, I'm, I'm just now starting to like learn. The, so so the, next, the next phase of like my video editing learning process, mm-hmm. and it kind of aligns to like, you know, visual and, 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 and what you're receiving is uh i'm like i'm moving on to like editing and color correcting uh, hdr video and and color correcting is it's crazy it is in like there are literally like stations that like if you look at like uh how movies are produced and 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 edited from the video editing side of it they have desks the size of basically this room that i'm in Mm -hmm. that are literally just like super fine-tuning colors yeah. on the image yeah i'm i'm probably never i'm no i'm not gonna get to that point because that's just not the direction that i want to like learn something to that degree i mean it would be fun but it would that, be awesome yeah it would be awesome so much i'm fun. not saying that it wouldn't be cool but i'm like no listen let me just get the basics of color correcting in because yeah. you you i've i've gotten some basics in just just some little minor basics so like my videos pop a little bit more on youtube than they did in yeah. the for in the beginning well but, it's, it's crazy. But moving like, into hdr is a whole different ballgame well it's just insane like when you think about color correction where it's like every camera that exists is different like yep. a fingerprint no camera yep records the same exact way so like every movie that you watch where you don't notice that things look different shot by shot is because some person went fucking frame by frame. Oh, yeah. Or groups of people and just like lightly or majorly tweaked things. It's mind boggling to think how much work goes into true color correction. It's oh, yeah. Insane. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not just like the VFX, it's not just, you know, sound and, and each of these categories have a similar like size of, of group of people that specialize in that aspect of it, because that's how much of a production and how much work goes into creating anything like that. Because how do you keep your image looking the same across an infinite amount of televisions, movie projectors, home projectors, it's, telephones, it's, it's insane. tablets, laptops. It's crazy. It is truly crazy. And that's like the, like, I'm starting to like dab my feet in there. And it's like a little bit like daunting to be like, oh, damn. But now I'm like, 
and that's the other part of it too is like now i'm like oh damn not now now i gotta consider getting an hdr monitor because i can't edit hdr uh video without right. hdr monitors yeah, so so it, i'm doing that on my ipad right now because i mean it, it's it the, has it but it's yeah. the thing about like you learn something new and you instantly think i'm an expert oh yeah i figured it out we're good right editing videos you can do that but then you go wait a second what's this and then it's an ocean and you're like oh i didn't yep. know that that ocean existed and that water is choppy and terrifying and then it's just like every time you get into something it's seven bajillion versions of that oh yeah. and oh yeah and I, I i mean it's like something that i hope that i never stop enjoying is like getting excited about something new and like understanding that information comes in that i didn't know before and what does that mean for contextualizing what i thought i knew and and it's just like truly i am at my happiest when i am truly learning yeah like yeah and being forced to figure something new out and like and i'm you know it's like we were off mic talking about jobs yeah because we always talk about jobs a little bit and it really is like well i mean like jobs are hard like that's just what it, the the answer like jobs are yeah. hard like because they're jobs and we're not in a place where jobs don't have to exist I, you know, it'd be cooler if we were like, I don't yeah. think anybody would really disagree with that. Right. <laughs> It'd be cool if we didn't have jobs and no one had jobs. Yeah. If we but we do. Have to, yep. And we have to. But I can still find joy in doing work when I get into a mode of learning yeah. and I can still enjoy doing anything when I'm learning about something. And I love learning about something. I'm dealing with my freaking Amazon Eero. Going offline You're constantly. You're still dealing with that. Oh, my goodness. But yeah, they yeah. finally sent me, like, good action items to learn about for, like, basically, like, explaining my setup in very granular detail about, like, how <laughs> many electronics are around everything. What's the distance of all of those? Uh, and I was yeah. having a blast. Having a blast. Trying to figure out. I was like, okay, is this really this amount of feet? Like, let's 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 measure. Let's have some fun. <laughs> uh, like, it's fun to do dumb shit. Yeah, that, you know, yeah. Like, um danny really quick on your on the music choices of the week yeah so my music choice was shad the album tau tao yes um he is a rapper from toronto we've talked about him on the podcast before we've talked about him before he released a new album um it's a lot of fun he is a positive rapper uh i wouldn't say he's religious but he doesn't shy away from his religion sure i wouldn't say that he's like corny but he doesn't shy away from being corny. Um, I think he's truthfully someone who wants to put positivity into the world. And he's very good at rapping. Yeah. He's not, it's not like Macklemore where he's not that good at rapping. Like he's actually Shad is good at rapping and he's a, he's an artist. Like he's not rich. He never has been. He's gotten multiple Mercury uh nomination mercury prize and nominations like in like the true artist circles he is respected within hip-hop within everything he has a netflix show that he hosts that's about the history of hip-hop um it's a good album i i listened to it a couple times front to back and it's nice because he's talking about being good and things being better and 
putting good things out. And I think it's nice sometimes to be reminded that, you know, it doesn't always have to be about the the bad stuff. Yeah. And he does talk about heavy things, but he's like, I have an opportunity to be better and help people be better around me. And it, it, it's nice. I think it was for me, it was needed. It, it's a uh, man. It's a it's a cool, such a cool album because I listened to it. I was like, wait, I've we've talked about this guy before. I've heard some of his, his stuff before. Um but like, I remember when you told me you, cause you gave me that qualifier. It's like, oh, positive, like if chance, if he doesn't rap, positive, he, he, positive, yeah, rap. he doesn't right. swear. He right. doesn't right. swear. Right. No swearing and referencing God. So, so I kind of had like an image or like an idea, an assumption in my head of what this album was going to sound like. Uh, already knowing what he sounds like in the past. And then I, I threw this on, uh, I went apple picking on Sunday and I was just kind of listening, listening to it on my drive there. And for a little while I was like. He's going hard. Like I'm not yeah. catching the I'm like not it's like kind of not hitting me on any of like the classic corny stuff that I was kind of expecting or like any of like yeah, there he, are corny he's got, moments. He's in, got like corny stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like he has a song called The Old Prince Lives at Home and the music video is him doing the Fresh Prince of Bel Air <laughs> intro. And it's I love it. it's awesome. I love it. And it's just about it. him being poor. Like that's it. It's, but like like at a glance, I'm like, dude, this 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 album goes goes hard at, at times. And then like I went back and listened to it. I was like, okay, I understand now. Like the subject matter is very po- positive for the most part. Like the overall theme is like mostly positive and like uh, kind of reflective of like you know where he's at and what what he's trying to do. Like I don't want to repeat yeah. everything that you just said, but I'm like, damn, this like from a technical standpoint, I'm like, this is this is of a solid, a very solid hip hop album. Yeah. Um, I'm like, oh shoot, this one's actually potentially making one of my favorite rap albums of the year. Just just because I'm like, oh, this dude can can rap and, and he's got yeah. some skills. Yeah, Shad's sneaky like that. He's sneaky like that. And he doesn't always like I don't love everything he's ever done, but most of the time I enjoy his stuff. Um I would recommend Danny to see like an early YouTube. It was like 13 years ago, I think. He released uh what is still more or less his most famous song called Roses. Ah. And it's like an early YouTube music video where it's all one shot and it starts in reverse. So like, but then like things that happen line up with the lyrics and then it gets to the midway point of the song and then it goes in forward motion, the same shot uncut. And then it also lines up with the forward motion. But you didn't notice when it was in reverse and I'm like, holy shit, that would have been a really hard to legitimize on film. Yeah. B, he wrote the song almost as a palindrome. Oh, snap. Okay. Because, like, it's basically recontextualizing what you saw in reverse in forward motion. I'm like, he literally, like, wrote from the middle out. It's really, it's an interesting thing to watch. It doesn't, it's not, like, 100% perfect. Because some of it doesn't line up, but like yeah. most of it, you're like, that's really interesting. Um, so I really liked him. And Danny, what was your song? My song, I was going to go with the whole album, but I'm like, this is probably going to be a lot for <laughs> you to listen to. But I went with what I thought was the most interesting track of this album. And that is Manic by Wage War. So they just dropped. Similarly uh, positive. <laughs> 
very positive, truly, like very happy. We're oh man, we're on we were on different wavelengths this week. We were very music. much on different these wavelengths. These are these are week. complete polar opposites in 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 in, con- in terms of of like theme. Um, no, but they just dropped an album. I've been a big Wage War fan for for a long time now. Um, metalcore, so like it's definitely a little bit more on the heavier side, some more melodic stuff. So like some metalheads are like metalcore, whatever. I'm like, yeah, I love it. It's for me. It is for me. Their last album was uh, was a little. I think they suffered a little bit of being a little too overproduced. Um, we I think we talked about this before, where it's like third albums just kind of tend to go in that direction they're for some rough. reason. They're rough for people sometimes. But this one felt like a really good comeback a little bit or like it, it they like kind of came came back to form but also pushed their sound forward, which I always enjoy when my favorite artists like push their sound forward. It's probably not going to be everyone's cup of tea, but they throw in like th- this song in particular is like has like a hip hop beat in there, which is like the first time ever they've done that. But it's also like pretty crushing, like with the riffs and when the chorus hits and like the the back end of it, back end of it. Um, it's a really up and down album. This is like very much like you are in your feelings and you're like upset and you're like trying to go through something. This is like that type of album because it's like it's kind of all over the place sound and sonically. Um, but I think that's kind of the point considering that the album title is called Manic. So, I don't know. What what did you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, this this is, you know, we occasionally have moments where our music tastes do not overlap. Yeah. This was one of those moments. I completely um, anticipated that, yeah. And, I, 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 yeah, I like, like, I never got as far into metalcore as you. Like, I did, like, some of it, like, I, I mean, like, I don't even know. Is As I Lay Dying, It Dies Today, would you consider them metalcore? Yeah, yeah. Or are they more like hardcore emo? They're a little bit closer to hardcore emo than metalcore, yeah. in my opinion. But Yeah, I never closer. I never got really like uh really into metalcore like um oh man. One of my least favorite uh touring partners of Coheed is um Clutch. Ah, I have seen Clutch like five or six times <laughs> opening for Coheed, and every time I'm like, God, fuck, God, damn. <laughs> why can't Foxing open for this one? Because Foxing's the one that you that like if it's not a Clutch one, it's a Foxing one, and I always seem to get the Clutch shows, and it's just like so the same. And everybody, people love Clutch. Don't get me wrong. Like, Clutch is many people's favorite bands. I mean, for me personally, I don't love Clutch, um, yeah. but they're definitely an, an older, they're like older on the, uh, the if you're like yes. a Gen Xer, you probably like them a lot, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Clutch has been around. Clutch has been around. And like, that's kind of one of the problems. Uh, their music and energy doesn't age as well as I think like straight on prog rock is for yeah. Coheed, at least in my opinion. Uh, but so, you know, my first thought was, if I was a parent of Danny right now, <laughs> hell yeah, I would be hell concerned yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, with how Danny's feeling. Um, fear hits like a drug in the veins, hard to stop like a runner eight train. It's Looking very around, dramatic. No it one is to blame. so dramatic. Oh, shame. Spending nights just staring at the wall, paying no mind to the demons in the hall. Yeah, I'm numb. I don't feel nothing at all. Brace for the fall. So you know, pretty intense. We'll put you in your emotions, but this type of music for me, uh, 
I think has a really like I don't like this song. Yeah. <laughs> but this vibe of music where it is punishingly emotional. I do appreciate this because this is the type of music like not this specific version of it but like music that is just overtly this type of yelling about feeling your emotion is actually oftentimes what i use to stop feeling those emotions yes and i think this is a good version of that if you like this type of music it's really really good for metalcore metalcore just isn't my jam yeah um the production is good it's loud as fuck it's like it's super super fucking loud man and it hits hard which is all you need from metalcore like the worst thing in the world is metalcore where the fucking kick drums suck shit oh man not the problem here it it, your kick drum in metalcore should like be flirting with the sub e808 almost it should more or less break your headphones yep if you're very, doing it right. Very punchy. Very punchy. And you better be blast beating the whole song. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm glad that you brought that up because like that's that's this type of music and like this album like scratched that itch for me where it's like, oh, this is this is definitely going to make my regular rotation of like f- for some reason, ironically, if I'm like upset or like feeling like in my emotions like that, like this is what brings me out of it. Like I will go sit down in the car or I'll like put my headphones down in my room or something, blast this for like 30 minutes, come out. All right, I'm good. Yeah. Let's carry on. Yeah. I mean, so. I totally like, so my version of that, that I still go back to whenever I'm really upset at myself or upset generally. And I've like shown Christine this in practice before. Cause I was like, I think the, if you're going to marry me, you probably need to know about this. Uh, when I get really like, I just can't get out. Right. Which happens. Right. Yeah. Like we're all dealing with everything. Uh, I, th- I, I go to government plates by death grips and I listen to the first three songs. You might think he loves you for your money, but I know what he really loves you for. It's your brand new leopard skin pillbox hat. Song one. Yep. Annie Bonnie or Ann Bonnie. And then Two Heavens, because those songs slap, and there's very little space in your brain when you are blasting them as loud as it can go for anything else. Yeah. And I do think, like, like this type of music, right? I'm saying, if I was a parent, I'd be concerned. I won't be concerned if my kid starts listening to this type of music. Like, because I understand what this type of music can do when you just may be overwhelmed with how you're feeling. Yeah, I'm not saying that you are, Danny, by the way. You're an adult. I'm not trying to put words into your mouth. Um, But I do think, like, that's why this type of music, I think, is worthwhile. And that's something that I think people don't understand sometimes. Yeah, yeah. In, in, in like, because this stuff, you might think is just dumb. And it is. It's not complex. It is what it is. And it's doing it well. Right. and it is complex. I'm not saying like it is, but it's not like it's not complex in the in the sense. It's of not like, going to be on NPR. Yeah, yeah. No, like interpreting that deeply. It's like given. It's like it's very on the nose with a lot of it. Yeah, it's what uh, it is. It's it's funny. Like a quick a quick end note for that one. It's it's uh, you have to be very self aware too. Like when you when it comes to like metalcore and like this this side of the like rock and metal side of it, you have to be very self aware to avoid falling into like the snob annoying 
dude that listens to this stuff right and i mean in the sense and you all know who you are when you're like you're you you make fun of like the pop music and like oh pop music pop is music like is oh, dumb. brain dead and dumb and blah 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 and they're not talking about anything and i'm like okay cool you're making fun of people for posting uh taylor swift captions in their instagram posts or drake captions in their in their posts and tweets and you're literally doing the same thing with like your dark hoodie and like moody lighting are and then like throwing these lyrics you, in there. No, sorry, no, no. Sorry, I'm do saying, you still have people that are like this in your circle? Not anymore. Not anymore. Okay. But You're like, like my space. Yes. But okay. like that overlap tends to happen heavily with this type of music. And it's like, hey, hey, just just be self-aware. Just be self-aware. Yeah. If you do that, was, yeah. that's fine. Who cares? There, but there don't be making time. fun of other people for it. There was, there was a, time a time when I was doing it. Well, there was a time where everybody was like Mumford and Sons is legitimately an interesting band and and posting I will wait you'd be like oh that person knows music that happened <laughs> that was a thing we're oh, all man. guilty of that we we I, were Mumford and Sons yeah 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 I remember I remember one time I de- uh, like I tuned my guitar to play uh what was it uh mountain man or lion man or whatever uh, uh little lion man yeah yeah that's, i don't think is that i don't think that's mumford and sons that's that is, uh, that is mumford that's and sons. of mice and men no no oh it is mumford and sons it is You're mumford right. and sons because it was like the acoustic guitar one and i was like i'm never gonna play another song with this tuning this is stupid and i've i almost never play that anymore yeah or man i never actually man quick aside we all fell into it. We all <sighs> fell into it. It's just every whatever, whatever that was that like the music of that like whatever, the early twenty twenty tens. Well, the, it's the bow tie <sighs> with the beard and the, the 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 jacket vest. Folk alternative rock. <laughs> like oh, we man. were all, everyone was living for it, and. These were the biggest guys. They haven't released anything since 2018. <laughs> uh, uh, they were everywhere. They were everywhere. They were impossible to escape. <laughs> Every car commercial was a Mumford and Sons song. And you know what? Marcus Mumford married to Carrie Mulligan. Wow. That's pretty. I mean, like, hey, Carrie Mulligan's know? dope. And he might just, like, and he made his money. He's probably just chilling. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably just chilling. Yeah. The old, the old stomp clap hay uh, era of music. Yeah, yeah, that was an interesting <laughs> one. Um, are you are you going to play Back for Blood? Did you ever play Left for Dead? So I never had an Xbox. So I only played uh, Left for Dead. No, I guess I had the original Xbox for a moment. So I've played Left for Dead. Mostly at friends' houses, but I have played it, and it's fun. So, Back for Blood is their like spiritual successor. A lot of the yeah. same developers and stuff. That's coming out tomorrow this week. Um, so I'm gonna be playing a little bit of that bad boy. Uh, I, then Far I Cry mean, Six is also out. So I'm like, damn it! So many games are coming out before Battlefield, and I still haven't finished uh, Deathloop. <laughs> and I've kind of had a problem where. I don't think I can stop playing Hades until I platinum it. Oh, you're yeah, no, you're not gonna play anything and it's, until you platinum it. Danny, and it's hard, dude. That game is I I have not done that. I it's 
there's so many things that you have to do that just take time. Yeah. I have to upgrade all of my keepsakes. And I've only played with three keepsakes because there's very obvious overpowered keepsakes. And then I have to get all of the freaking companions. I only have two. Oh, and no. I've, and I've beaten this game like 30 times now. Like, I've, I'm beating basically every run I play. So you already got the uh, quote-unquote true ending, yeah? I haven't gotten to the epilogue. Oh, my. Oh, my God. It's because I was so bad at the game to start. I was okay. spending all of my resources on trying to become better as opposed to building the relationships with the gods. So I'm behind. Ooh. And it's, <laughs> it's hamstringing me significantly. But I'm so interested in connecting everybody back together. I'm like, I have to do this. I have to have Nyx build their relationship with their mom, Chaos, or their progenitor, Chaos, because Chaos is a they-them in the game, yeah. which, honestly, don't make a big deal about it, but Chaos it is, is they-them. Yeah. There's gay relationships uh, in it. There's, like, and, and just, ne- and there's, uh, like, potential, I think, uh, Orpheus potentially is transgendered in the game but it's not ever discussed in any way yeah they kind of dance around that one they dance around it a little bit and like i'm just like yeah that's how it should be we don't have to call out any of these things this is just life they just are they just are um that's why i like how they did it i like how they did it hey man hades is such a good game dude i can't believe how good it is i still I mean, it's, I mean, yeah. it's, I'm staying up late every night playing Hades. <laughs> every it's night, so, literally. It's so fun. It's so fun. It's so fun. But there's so many video games. I need to finish it so I can get Battlefield. Like, that's basically my. That's your progression. Uh, that's your, your line. Okay. Quick question for anybody that may know my Amazon password, because I've checked plenty of people. I don't know who still knows my password. I changed it because, because someone bought an amazon studios game (laughs) was that new world yeah i got charged for new world and then i (laughs) i was like i never bought this they were like no you did and i was like no i didn't they're like no you did we're not refunding it was like i don't have a thing that can play this this is a pc game (laughs) i didn't buy this and they're like i don't care this is chill tough shit tough shit so if you bought it I'll give you the code because I changed my password. <laughs> Just let me know. Uh, I'm not interested, so sorry, but all right. Well, hey, I'm just gonna not give it to anybody then. <laughs> uh, Danny, are we to the end? We are at the end. In the end, it doesn't even matter. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, bye. <laughs> I was seeing how long you were gonna be silent. <laughs>